It's a brand new season. We've got 12 brand new contestants. We've got 11 brand new challenges. And we have the same three judges. Why? Because they have ironclad contracts. Welcome to America's Next Top Podcaster. Greetings from America's Next Top Podcaster. I'm Brian Ibbett, and uh, coming up later in the show, we're going to hear from all of our new contestants and uh, give them their first challenge. But before we do any of that, it's time to introduce uh, a voice you, you've, you've heard in previous seasons and welcome back, a voice you absolutely know. Uh, welcome to the first part of the show, Bobby Frankenberger from season two. Hello, Brian. And Hammond Chamberlain, who's been here from the very beginning. Hello. Uh, good to have you guys here. It, it really illustrates how much uh, America's Next Top Podcaster has evolved, right? Because season one was kind of me and Hammond just kind of muddling our way through and scrambling to kind of get everything done. And we realized we needed help. And uh, so we brought on Alex and Monica for help with uh, season two your season, Bobby. And then after season two, you you came to me, had some brilliant ideas. And so we brought you on as another editor to kind of really define the sound of, of one of the feeds of the show. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, number one, it's great to have you be actually part of the team, Bobby. Well, thank you. It's it's amazingly... I've, I believe in the mission of this show very, very much. So it's really cool to be on this side of the production table, so to speak. Oh, good. Well, as as uh, as our newest employee, it is up to you then to write our mission statement. So I uh, <laughs> have that on my desk in uh, the next half hour. No, uh, you did a great job of, of not just looking at a potential pocket-sized version of the show for, for lack of a better <laughs> fun size, bite size. I like fun size, actually. You know, can, can't just trot that around at Halloween. This is a fun size episode of uh, America's Next Top Podcaster. But also, you spoke to a lot of previous contestants, listeners, and found out things that they, that they liked about it, what they didn't like. And we've incorporated a lot of that stuff into the show. And so... Yeah. As a, a continuing that evolution that that Hammond and I have started, another voice, another way of providing entertainment to go along with the education that yeah. America's Next Top Podcaster is all about. Yeah, and I was really excited that you wanted to to do a lot of the things that I had suggested. I I was really scared when I brought it to you because I felt like <laughs> I was being really <laughs> presumptuous. Because if you remember, I told you that I had some ideas for how. How things could be, how things could be different, and uh -huh. and some neat ideas, and the, <laughs> and the competition wasn't even over. Right, yet. you were still competing. This, you had not left the competition yet. It was still. <laughs> and if he'd focused on on the competition oh, and less on this, yeah. he might have yeah. won. Might have, might have right. taken right. first place. Might have. <laughs> <laughs> but then, as you know, you wouldn't be doing this because we only we only hire second place for. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I mentioned, uh, Alex, who a lot of people have heard doing interviews. It's official. Alex is doing post interviews again this season as well. So anytime a contestant leaves, they'll sit down with Alex and talk about the experience. He also works behind the scenes on the Patreon, like all the, the, the levels, rewards, benefits, communication, uh, for the, uh, America's Next Top Podcaster Patreon is Alex. And then of course, Monica, uh, she does so many things behind the scenes here with the contestants in Discord. She, you know, without giving too much away, her eyes are constantly in what's going on in all of the Discord chat rooms. And she's she's quick to spot any any questions or any questionable uh, activity. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> she puts a kibosh in uh, shenanigans. She does. And of course, uh, she also manages our social media stuff. So Monica is our community manager, Alex is Patreon manager. And then um, Bobby, I haven't said what your official role is either. You're editor. Mm -hmm. And um, we can talk about that now, about the the um, the America's Next Top Podcaster free feed and then the uh, traditional feed that is um, what people get on the Patreon. But your your goal for the free feed was to really condense and pick out the best parts. It's almost like the 
the greatest hits. Highlight of, reel. It's a highlight reel. It is the highlight reel. Well, it's, the, it's more than that. I always think of a highlight reel as being really short. But what you'll be doing for the free feed is really a... This is the story of their journey that he's doing. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah, exactly. My my one of the big things that I suggested when I when I had those ideas was how there's got to be a way to to do some to do some real storytelling and also at the same time like to get people feeling like they're there and experiencing the journey along with people and also at the same time as doing all that also get everything down to one episode so that mm-hmm. if 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 people want to they can just listen to one episode every week and feel like they know what's going on rather than um I remember when I listened in season one, there was like there was like four or five hours of content every yeah, week. Yeah, every week. Yeah. Um and I was there for all of it, but I know that a lot of people I I knew of people who listened for a couple of weeks and then said, I want to listen, but this is a lot. So I wanted to figure out how can we do that? How can we how can we do it? So right. that, that's that's what I guess you mean by a sort of highlight reel or condensed. It's it is you will know what's going on. Right, right. It's it's a complete story. That that that's probably the best way to say it. If you want the story, then the free feed is is the one for you. If you want the education, then the Patreon right. feed is where you get everything, like the whole Tom Tom time sessions with everybody. Right. Uh, when it fits the story. So right. and- to give context, I guess, with that, and I'm sure Hammond can talk about what he's doing, but there will be, like you said, there will be Tom time, there will be Brian time, there will be judging time. All of that will be in the public feed, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm going to be focusing on what parts do I need to tell a cohesive story about what the journey that the teams went through this week is. Cool. Dude, I want to listen to both of these shows. They both sound awesome. <laughs> oh, I get to. I get to listen to those. <laughs> Uh, it's also, and, and and that's not the only change that we've got going on this season. As with everything, everything kind of expands. And so did our qualifications for contestants this time around. We've got people who have been podcasting for uh, like just a few months, as well as people who've been podcasting. Who is our, our longest podcaster? Is it, uh, is it Tony? I think Tony might be our longest. He's been at it a long time. He has been out a yeah. long time. And but so there's... If you, yeah. it, 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 if you count if, radio. <laughs> yeah, if you, that's what I was going to say. It depends on, I guess, how you define podcasting because some of the right. people that are in there have been doing public radio and and stuff for for a long time. Yeah, and some of those things were available as streaming and downloads. And and so, yeah, it does <laughs> it could be really depending on your definition. But that's what I really like about this is that the the field is wider not just with experience, the amount of time that that uh, the experience that the people have, but also the different cultures uh, and backgrounds everybody comes from. Uh, the boy, the voices this time around, you got way, way more accents. I'll just say that. Wow, wow. <laughs> uh, there's not going to be any any trying to determine. All right, now who said that? Was that uh, Joe or was that Bill or was that? <laughs> we got a lot of different voices, but it's the it's the different styles, the different genres of podcasting that these people all come to us with. It's really going to provide for a lot of variety. And you've had a chance actually to sit down with all of them, Bobby, and and kind of get to know them. Yeah, that was uh, that was a really fun and amazing experience. That's that's another thing I wanted to do for just to be able to get to know everybody in that first episode, and and you'll get to hear that in just a few minutes. But yeah, it was really fun to sort of introduce them to the show before the show got started and kind of get them in in that front and get to know them. It was really cool. That's great. Now, I sure would love to say, do you have a, do you have a favorite? Do you have a, a horse in the race? Uh, but I don't think we can do that this early. Number one, I don't think we can do that this early. Number two, it wouldn't be fair <laughs> to right, do that right. this early because as of the recording of this, we haven't even heard their first submissions yet. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like with this group, it could, it's anybody's game this at this point. So. I really, really like that. Um, another big thing this year is the fact that we had so many more people 
apply to be a contestant. It's just growing and growing. And it's growing, as I mentioned, outside of the Frog Pants and Coverville ecosphere. So these are people who maybe haven't listened to The Morning Stream or Coverville or Soundography or Beyond the Playlist or things like that. They're, they're coming to this from hearing about it uh, from Facebook groups and other online podcasting forums and things like that. So we had a ton of uh, applications to go through. You and I, Hammond, sat down. We went through each and every one. We graded them independently, or not graded, but but evaluated each one independently and listened to hours of podcasting content from every submission. I mean, hours in total. We yeah, didn't yeah, yeah, to yeah. Hours from each. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they were really good. We're not. We're not crazy uh, people, <laughs> but we did all that to narrow it down to our field of 12. And I'm really, really happy with our field of 12. So after we had our field of 12, Brian, how did you sort out personalities and ideas on how you were going to make teams? Yeah, well, uh, alphabetically, I just put them <laughs> in teams. And, you know. No, um, this, was, this was another, because I'm a big spreadsheet guy. So this was another kind of spreadsheet thing where I tried to keep, the experience level of each team on a relatively even playing field. So I wanted the people who had the most experience on the teams with the people who had the least amount of experience and try and keep everything balanced. I had a a rating system one to five. I also wanted to make sure that the skill sets were spread apart so that we didn't have four editors on the same team and no interviewers. <laughs> yeah. There's there's interviewers on each team. There's editors. There, there's you know both the people behind the scenes doing the tech uh, from their shows as well as people who just do the stuff behind the mic and leave that to other people because not, not only does it cover the production of a podcast from start to finish to have all those pieces in place, those people can learn now from the editor on their team on how to edit a podcast. If they're smart, they're picking up all these things now in case that person's gone the next week and they have to pick up the uh, uh, pick up that role or vice versa. You know, you don't want to leave the show and not have learned as much as you can from the rest of your team. That actually reminds me of the way I did study groups when I was in college. I'd always find someone who was smarter than me in the class and then someone who's below me. That way I was learning and teaching at the same time. And because you do that, you actually gain more information. And I feel like you kind of set that up with these teams. I did. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, that's a good way to describe it, is that, that trying to have that balance in there. And I think I did pretty well. We're going to hear, you know, from their submissions, how well I did. If, if, if the scores are all about in the same place, which I kind of hope they are, I don't want to, first episode, I don't want to see a runaway Victory. I want some. <laughs> I want some. All right. This is the part that's not uh, uh, Great British Bake Off. I want some drama between the, uh, <laughs> the the. I want the quality of the submissions to be so close that there's some drama in figuring out who's going. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing we can talk about too is the fact that this season we've, you know, reached out to names who are leaders in the industries that they were going to be right. focusing on. You want to talk about that some? Yeah, guest stars, um, guest coaches, guest judges. Um, we're going further out of our comfort zone ourselves. This is what we're asking our contestants to do: is put themselves out there and try and get and try and produce shows that are outside of their comfort zone. So we've been doing that as well with the guests and judges that we bring in for coaching, just to kind of provide some new voices, some new ideas, and new. Uh, education that we can get from those people as well. Uh, we know how the Frog Pants and Coverville producers produce shows. Let's go outside of right. that and start talking to some people who uh, we haven't heard from. And I'm really excited for some of the people that we're getting. Actually, I'm really excited for all the people we're getting. <laughs> but there's there's some of these that uh, that that are even more exciting to me. That yeah. I can't wait to hear. I will say that as the person who listens to the episodes and puts them together and hears the judges' critique, as each season has progressed, the show has gotten better as the season's gone on because I'm hearing this, I'm hearing and taking the feedback that the judges give. Yeah. And the, the show, I can tell you that the first episode of season two does not mm-hmm. sound as good and is as smooth as the last episode of season two. Because I was getting tools <laughs> and developing new techniques and, and getting new information from the judges as I went through. 
so, love that. So, so it, the show actually evolved just because I'm listening to the judges as well. I love it. Well, cool. And then we learn, you know, three seasons in, we're still learning something every week from, uh, from the judges and the coaches. So I now commit to the bit. Uh, I didn't commit to the bit before. And Hammond, there are going to be some changes to what people get on the Patreon feed, right? Yeah, since Bobby is focusing more on the story, I think I'd, I think the Patreon feed is going to cover story. It's going to have all the stuff in there, but it's going to be the multiple episodes. You'll have the team submissions. You'll have the individual teams and their journey for the week. And then you're going to probably have a very expanded uh, glimpse into the judging and those discussions and everything that is said in those sessions will be put onto the feed, more like the traditional feed we had in season one and two, but will be, they'll be even further expanded because with the fact that Bobby's covering story and the, the, the kind of the, let's find out who you want to root for part of it. I figured that the Patreon feed would have a lot of that, but it would be really focusing on the, the, the actual instruction and the resources that, you know, the show does provide to up and coming and curious podcasters. I, I love it. It's like getting, uh, you know, if, if, again, to compare it to an existing um, reality show. And I always like comparing things to the Great British Bake Off because that's, that's probably the, the most positive inspiring reality show I can think of. And it's kind of the inspiration for where, where I like uh, the direction of AMTP to go as well. But it's, it's like, instead of just, all right, here's brief glimpses of them making their, their Battenberg and see a piecemeal. You're actually watching them prepare the sponge, prepare the, the jelly that goes between the layers, uh, making the checkerboard pattern, checking for soggy bottoms, checking the oven, and then you're pretty much getting the recipe. <laughs> for the right. Yeah. The more, feed. And then more importantly, you're getting the full feedback from the judges and all the coaches and everybody so that you, if you want to be a podcaster, the Patreon feed is really what you want. It is. It's kind of a. It's kind of a personalized, personality-filled masterclass over mm-hmm. uh, on how to do this. And we've got what we. I think we did the math, and there's like 110 years of podcasting experience between everyone working on the show. Right. Right. And that's just Tom and you. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes, so, I, I mean, remember. But this is this is my building blocks having the little uh, blue Yeti microphone <laughs> and. Uh, but I mean, this is, it's a, the podcasting experience and the access you can get to them through the Patreon feed. If it's not taught to you, you might be able to get a hold of the person and actually ask the question or it can be funneled to them somehow. Yeah. So, I mean, the access and the information given in the Patreon feed is kind of invaluable for people who want to pursue this. It really is. I mean, if you follow the advice you get in the in the um, shows on the Patreon feed, you will become a better podcaster. There's no doubt about it. You're going to get advice from Tom. You're going to get full advice from Scott, Jenny, and Justin, and and even uh, some stuff from me and you. And and if there's you know one more carrot on the stick, you get everything on the Patreon feed a little bit sooner because you're editing out you know some some dead air space and stuff like that, Hammond. But for the most part because it's all of this full stuff, there's uh, less editing time. Also, so it goes out also I've been doing it for two seasons, so I have a machine built. <laughs> yeah. Well, you are a pro, yes. <laughs> you, would have been, you would have been second place in the very first season, Hammond. <laughs> and that's why you're part of this. <laughs> I'm second place on soundography, which is why I'm here. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. But that's, uh, that's great. I mean, it's a good way to get the stuff you want sooner, so... Cool. Well, I can't wait to hear it. I know everybody else can't wait to hear it too. So let's get right into it. Here is me, my first uh, time talking to all the teams and all the players and, uh, and giving them their first challenge. Hello and welcome to season three of America's Next Top Podcaster. I'm your host, Brian Ibbett, and for the next 12 weeks, we'll be putting a carefully selected group of podcasters through a series of challenges that is going to both test their abilities and expand their experience and also provide an education in podcasting, not just for them, but for you, the listener. Every week, we're going to be issuing a new challenge to our contestants from a wide variety of skills that you need to be a versatile podcaster. And at the end of the week, their submission will be reviewed by our panel of judges, Mr. Scott Johnson, Jenny Josephson, and Justin Robert Young, who you'll all get to meet next week. 
Every week, based on those submissions, a winner will be chosen, and sadly, a player will leave the competition. But along the way, they're going to get coaching from the brilliant Tom Merritt and maybe even a special guest here and there. We've got an incredible group of 12 contestants whose experience varies from a few months to a few years. And as we've done in previous seasons, we're going to start out by putting the players into teams to collaborate through the first few challenges. So let's get started with that. Our first team will be made up of Michael, Chetna, Tony, and Jen. Welcome, guys. Thank you, Brian. Team one is, you know, it, 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 you know, it, it, I, I want to stress there's just one because you're the first team I got to. I'm not already ranking you guys, but, but of all the teams that I've talked to so far in, in this episode, you're my favorite. So Aww. that's good. Uh, only because you're the first. Hi, everyone. This is Michael Tiger Fay. I'm a law student and a future law school podcaster from Columbus, Ohio. Right. So I am a bit unique, I think, for this show in that I have extremely limited podcast experience. Uh, and by that, I mean, I do not currently host a podcast and actually have never issued uh, episodes, released episodes. Wow. Uh, I think I'm included in this show for a couple of reasons. Who knows what the producers have in their minds, but I do have podcasting ideas and I also am a former college radio show host. Uh, I was a student in a small town college in Southeast Ohio, Marietta College. And I hosted a radio show there where I issued over 50 or 60 episodes or so with a co-host of mine. And it was essentially a podcast format, music, cover music, uh, segments, quick fire questions, that sort of thing that would suit well to a modern podcast. Now, I do have ideas about podcasting and I am planning on developing further and releasing a show starting this spring or summer. Michael, you're... The uh, as far as I know, the only contestant we've ever had on the show that hasn't produced a podcast in its very basic, truest definition. But you've worked on a radio show that was produced for streaming and downloading. So, kind of the the definition of podcasting in that secondary definition. Do you think there's some advantages that you might have because of the radio experience? Well, I think it will come in handy quite a bit because I did work with a co-host and we were live handling a bunch of different things at once in some really old tech in a studio in a small town in Ohio. So hopefully that experience will come through. But, you know, maybe I have a little bit of a target on my back, not having as much podcast experience as everybody else, but hopefully not. I hope not. And, and the good news is that the only targets would come from the judges. So, and they're not here. So, uh-huh. you know, they, they won't know. Uh, <laughs> was was the, uh, the stuff that you put on the, the site for download, was it on like attached to an RSS feed or anything? No, actually, we just kept it in Ustream, the, cool. the oh my streaming God, platform Ustream. of history. Yeah. Wow. I completely yeah. forgot about Ustream. Yeah, it was a doozy, but we got <laughs> Cool. Well, welcome uh, welcome to the competition. And uh, Chetna, hello. Hi, my name is Chetna, and I am a narrative-style podcaster from Seattle, Washington. And I'm originally from India, which I call the Silicon Valley of India. The city is Bengaluru. I'm here since like 15 years. Uh, I'm located in and living in, I call my home, Seattle, Washington. And I'm a mother and a wife. And my nine to five job is basically uh, program managing Azure onboarding for Microsoft. And by night and my weekends, pretty much, again, playing the same role as mother, wife, uh, but also in the last several months, I've started a podcast. Hey. Good to have you here. Um, By my calculations, you might be the newest, the person who's newest to podcasting in this group, group. but uh, do you think there are aspects of being new to podcasting that that are going to kind of benefit you? Uh, I believe so, um, especially because I think um, open-minded, I'm mm-hmm. going to be in the absorption mode, not so much um, sort of uh, throwing out there from my experience, I guess. So I'll be observing and still contributing um, in a fresh perspective, I believe. Yeah. I love that. You haven't developed any bad habits, which I think is what... <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> the, way that I'd, the way that I'd look at it with me is uh, all the bad habits I've developed. Excellent. Well, welcome, Chetna. Thank you. Tony, how you doing? Hey. Hey, everybody. My name is Tony P. I'm an odd news and pop culture podcaster. 
and I'll be representing Columbus, Georgia. My very first podcast was a Pittsburgh-based sports podcast called, I think, In the Gutter. That's what it was. And this was, geez, this would have been, uh, I don't even remember how long ago, very long ago. Ask me what I know about Pittsburgh sports. Absolutely nothing. Kind of the color commentary guy, and it was a friend of mine. So it was fun just to hang out and catch up with them. But I think I, I think the logo was bowling pins, but it wasn't, you know, it was a play on them being in the gutter. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that was just, you know, I would just get on the mic and chat with them, and I didn't really take it serious. And then I guess 10 years ago, um, I started uh, with some friends, Geek versus Week, uh, which was a nerd's eye view of pop culture, and that was a three-person panel. Uh, panel podcast that ran about five years uh and in the interim i've done obviously guest spots on a lot of shows i started my own solo show that's just just getting started and um also a member of uh the almost daily discourse which is another panel show so the avengers found you yet ah yes 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 i have been found i'm back to earth i'm good to go and uh ready for the competition Good. So just a little uh, background on why I asked him that. Um, if you've seen the trailer for Avengers Endgame or the movie Avengers Endgame, one of the first scenes you see is a, a telephone pole with a, have you seen this person or missing or uh, a, a sheet uh, stapled to it. And it's Tony P. Henderson is the face on that sheet. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it was crazy. It um, blew up way more than, than I expected it to. It, it wasn't a long scene. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it went, went pretty, um, pretty viral. That's great. So as far as podcasting goes, I know you've done, you've done some, and, and you've also done some moderating for, uh, like panels at, uh, conventions, Dragon Con, Gen Con, things like that. How do you think, uh, moderating is going to benefit your strengths in this competition? Oh, it's definitely a huge advantage. I'm just, I'm used to talking to people. Uh, used to having inter- doing interviews, used to having bad interviews, used to being in crowded rooms, used to being in small rooms. So I'm um, just, just ready for whatever uh, situation that may come my way. Good. Excellent. Well, I'm glad to have you here. And Jen, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. My name is Jen Amos, and I'm an interview-style podcaster from Virginia Beach, Virginia. I always knew I wanted to start podcasting. I thought about it for years. And long story short, it took me until summer 2019 when uh, my husband, who is kind of what we call the dog and pony show of our business, he was uh, having the host that was trying to interview him on their podcast show was having technical difficulties. And so he gave him an alternative way to uh, join the recording. And it was that alternative platform that really piqued my interest and actually showed me how easy it was to start podcasting. So summer 2019, I went a little crazy. I started like four podcast shows just because I was like, wow, this is easy. And of course I I did narrow it, narrow it down to like one or two that I still uh, run today. Welcome. Uh, So one of the strengths that came up during your talk with Bobby and also in your application is all of your interview experience. I know the number roughly know the number, but how many folks have you interviewed? Oh my goodness. I think since summer 2019, I'm nearing 300 interviews at this point. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't even think I've talked to 300 people since uh, 2019. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you, it it, it really stems from loneliness and being stuck at home. And the (laughs) pandemic had a lot to do with that. I'm, I'm grateful that I was able to get a head start in 2019. So that 2020 like it was already built in me. <laughs> That's great. Do you think that um, once we're not in kind of the pandemic lockdown, is it going to be, are you, are you going to change the way you do things as far as your interviews or is it pretty much going to be the same, the same way? You know, I think it's going to be the same, but definitely if conferences start to come up, I think part of my own marketing tactics would be to do podcasting at conferences, you know, so that's what I hope to do. And I hope I have like the skill set and experience by then, you know, to be able to do it, to do it like publicly. Yeah, oh, that'd be great. And, mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll do what we can, uh, <laughs> the judges will anyway, to get you ready for that. Excellent. All right. Oh, cool. Well, thank you, uh, Team One. Now, uh, before you guys mute back up, how many of you have worked in a team environment with podcasting before, like doing podcasts with either people behind the scenes or people in front of the mics with you? 
working on shows. Good. I think I, <laughs> well, I, I mean, I can go, I have, um, I have two podcast shows in which I have co-hosts with, and okay. I have worked with a team. Like I, I have an editor that's been working with me for some time now. So I have some experience working with a team. Good. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited then to, to hear the kind of the mix of experience on that. And the good news is if there are any problems, you've got Tony there to moderate them. So <laughs> you've got, you've got a, a background skill set as well that will work well for this. Excellent. Well, thank you, Team One. Let's take a little bit of a break from meeting the teams and uh, talk a little bit about what's coming up this season as far as sponsorships and prizes. So Hammond, uh, we've got some returning sponsors that we had for season two that I think people are going to be excited to hear involved again, uh, namely Sure, uh, Rogue Amoeba, and Waves. Yep. It's really cool. Um, uh, and But we've got a new sponsor that's joining us this time around. Yeah, so I, as an editor, had been looking for the kind of shortcut tool to make my life easier. Mm-hmm. And after doing some homework, I found the Contour Shuttle Pro V2. And Contour makes all kinds of different kind of shortcut programmable things. And this shuttle has made editing this show and all the other shows I work on a dream. And I love this thing so much that I actually have the little itty bitty Shuttle Express that I take with me when I have to travel. (laughs) So I reached out to them and see if they were interested in doing a sponsorship. And I'll be doggone. They said yes. So we also have Contour as a sponsor of the show. And they're providing gifts for the winners. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah, those those are those are super handy. I I got to use one years ago at a trade show, and uh, it just it simplifies so many tasks. And you know, keyboard mouse great, but they can't get you the level of exactness that you need for like sliding through, scrubbing through long sections of audio. So that's what, awesome. What I what I really like about it though is with modern day editing software, both audio and even video. There are Mm -hmm. so many keyboard shortcuts and menus that you dig through to find the things you need to do, some of the repeated tasks. And I can just program a button or, you know, a series of buttons. And now I don't have to go digging through pull-down menus and shortcut key, you know, keyboard shortcuts. And it makes that workflow move so much faster. That's great. Yeah, you can just keep one hand on the the mouse, one hand on the contour and not even worry about the keyboard shortcuts. Yep, exactly. That's so cool. Very cool. And then, you know, again, coming back to... um, the sponsors you know and love. Sure, such a great support system for podcasters, whether it's headphones, really high quality headphones, those great ear cup headphones that kind of block out all of the sound so you can focus while you're podcasting, as well as a, an amazing collection of microphones, both the microphones that are just your 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 basic high quality run-of-the-mill microphone, but then there's also the ones that have all sorts of bells and whistles. And uh, one of those microphones is going to be given to uh, each of our top two finishers this season. The Specifically, the new MV7s, the Shure MV7s. Those are really nice. I, I They're makes, really, it, really nice. It makes me wish mm-hmm. I was part of the competition, to be honest with you. I know, right? You know, when they said, uh, we'll send you two for the for the winner and the runner-up, I was thinking, maybe just the winner gets one <laughs> and the host gets the other one. But this is what's really cool about it. It's another one that is an all-in-one, right? So it's got audio leveling in it. It's got um, muting built into the microphone. And it works really well with their microphone arm. It doesn't have to be on a desk. As a matter of fact, it works better if it's suspended and you don't get any desk noise. If, you, if you're a, a very uh, slam your fists on the desk kind of person. Or, so, or have one of those loud keyboards that people can hear <laughs> you when right. it's next to your yes. microphone. Yes, if you start typing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it works with a boom, but it also works with a desktop and a tripod. And our our, uh, our top two finishes are going to get that. We're also uh, bringing back Rogue Amoeba. Um, and these guys, again, they have been helping podcasters since, man, since the mid, mid to late 2000s. I know I've been using their software as part of my toolkit forever, specifically Audio Hijack. But now they've got great stuff like Loopback, which is the the perfect sound cable patching yes. thing. It lets you route audio from one application to another, which if you've ever had to try and record a Skype conversation or a Zoom call and try and figure out how to get 
the people on the Zoom recorded as well as you recorded, but not have the people on the Zoom hear an echo of you <laughs> recording yourself. Loopback is the best tool. Uh, Fission, which lets you edit things, uh, edit edit your shows and add chapter marks if you're crazy like me and and put chapter marks in your I, shows. I only put cha- I only use chapter marks once a year, and I have that program just for that. <laughs> it makes it so much easier. Uh, and Farago, uh, which is a really cool soundboard tool. Anyway, what they've got is the Podcasters Bundle, which puts almost all of those together. Uh, Audio Hijack, Far- Farago, Fission, and Loopback all into one bundle and, and helps you save some money on it. As a matter of fact, they've already got the discount code up and running so if you want to go and uh, go and pick these things up, TopCast20, T-O-P-C-A-S-T-20, will take off 20% uh, from their store. And that works for everybody, all you listeners. So we haven't even begun the sponsorship proper, but you're already getting to save some money on Rogue Amoeba. And then Waves is coming back, Hammond. What's, what does Waves do for podcasters? So Waves it provides plugins, and plugins help reduce sound. They help with compression. They help with sibilance. They help with uh, luffs and leveling and noise control. Uh, they provide all kinds of tools to make podcasters sound better and to make their their output sound more uh, professional. And when you're in a competitive market like podcasting and you're pumping noise directly into people's brains, then having the highest quality sound is important. Now, I discovered Waves a couple of years ago, and I have been a proud shouter of their their wonderful magical ways ever since and mm. so this year we are going to be providing a uh a suite called the content creator suite which comes with four plugins and they're super easy to use and they already have a lot of presets on them that make life super easy and i cannot say enough about how as an independent podcaster having affordable plugins that i can use at my whim make me compete with larger, you know, quality studios with huge money behind them. Oh, that's, that's so cool. They're all the rage, man. Those plugins. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I also, I also will be, uh, every episode focusing on one plugin that I, I particularly use or kind of matches with the theme of the evening. And we'll be providing information about that plugin and a link that people can follow and, easily give them the best price possible on that link that that particular plugin and they can add it to their own arsenal of tools used to make themselves sound better very cool well it's awesome and it's uh, great to have these guys all supporting the show and helping provide uh some fantastic prizes for our contestants there's one more prize that we're not ready to tell uh, anybody about but uh coming up in a later week not the finals but before that we're going to be announcing one more really, really cool prize that our winners are going to be getting. In addition to all of the the physical hold them in your hand and enjoy them prizes, of course, the winner gets their show as part of the Frog Pants Ultra Feed for a year, as well as an episode produced by Dog and Pony Studios, which is the uh, which is Jury's Justin Robert Young's production studio, and that's going to be amazing. That's something that we haven't offered before. So once again, makes me wish I was actually competing. <laughs> I know. I'd be I'd be so afraid to have Jury work on one of my work on Coverville with me. I, I don't know what. <laughs> But, uh, He's been on I've been Coverville doing that with for you. so long. He has, he has. But I've been doing that show for so long. It would be, I can't imagine what he, what he'd make me change about it. Oh my god. Yeah, but, I feel uh, the same anyway. way about all the shows that I work on. If he's like all of a sudden on my shoulder during soundography, <laughs> I, I might cry. Exactly. But uh, regardless, uh, it's going to be an amazing season, both for our contestants, for us, and for our sponsors. So we really, really are grateful to have. Contour, Waves, Shore, and Rogue Amoeba, helping to support America's Next Top Podcaster. Hammond, should we get back to the uh, the team introductions? Yeah, let's get let's get moving on. Let's do it. Let's move over to team uh, two or our second team. Uh, this will be Nikki, Audie, Jeremy, and William. Welcome, you Hello. four. Hey. Hey, Hello. how's it going? Hello. Uh, 
Uh, let's start with you. Let's put you under the microscope first, Nikki. Ha ha. Hey, my name is Nikki. I'm an interview style podcaster and I'm from all over the place. But right now I'm in New York. I have a podcast called Stories Your Granny Never Told, where I interview old people. And somehow I made it into this competition. But I'm, I'm really excited because I'm kind of been a, a member of the Tadpool and Frog Pants community for a while now. I, I'm excited to be a bigger part of the community, I hope. Uh, speaking of the pandemic, you jumped into podcasting right before the pandemic uh, hit. I did, and it was totally unintentional. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you, didn't, you didn't cause it, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Yeah. <laughs> so do you think that the um, kind of also that same kind of thing, being forced into a lockdown, forced isolation helped uh, or hurt the production of your show? You know, I think it helped because, well, first of all, I only interview old people. So there was absolutely no way I was going to go see them in person. But... <laughs> I did one in-person interview and I just did another one recently and it takes so much time. I'm yeah. so glad that I learned how to do Zoom really quickly to, to yeah, kind of streamline that. So actually it was pretty good. Now, I bet you're helping out their families too because you're teaching them how to use Zoom as part of your show, which they can then use. <laughs> that or some someone's nephew always comes in and sets it up for them. <laughs> oh, do they? Okay, perfect. <laughs> so, well, thank you, Nikki. Good to have you here. Thank you. All right, Adi. Hi, my name is Adi, and I am a TV series podcaster from Macon, Georgia. For me, it's pretty recent within the last year. Um, I have been listening to podcasts forever. So all the way back to... I started listening to a web comics podcast and then just got hooked from there and started listening to them like crazy, especially because of the jobs I worked. I had an hour commute to and from. So I had plenty of listening time. Uh, within the last year, started, I say, listening to stuff and getting to know people. And it really came from getting to know T.D. Travis through different discords and Twitter and stuff. And at some point in some chat, said something about doing a podcast about watching Highlander the series. And I was like, dude, I will do that. And he's like, okay, let's do it. Because I've only been the person talking into the mic, I haven't been the one that's doing all the recording or editing at all. I haven't had a chance to really wet my feet with that kind of thing. At the same time, it doesn't really scare me. I've done uh, video editing in the past. So, and I kind of fell into that. So, being somebody who's good with technology and working with stuff is not really afraid of that too much, except my first time doing it will be in this competition. So. I'll be judged. <laughs> so uh, art background. I've seen your stuff on, on Twitter. I love the, the, the art that I've seen you produce. Thanks. And um, like you, I also went to art school. So I went through that whole weekly process of having to pin your artwork up on the wall and stand up in front of the class and in front of the instructor and the professor and, and, uh, and show your art and get feedback. Is that experience going to kind of make you impervious? to uh, the judge's remarks? I doubt it'll make me impervious, but I think it's a good skill set I'll have and won't feel so uh, bad about what they say about me. Probably not a yes. Rishi B reaction out of me this season. <laughs> so you've listened. You've gone back and listened to some previous uh, seasons. All right. Excellent. Well, welcome, Adi. Thanks. Let's over uh, move over here to Jeremy. Hello. Hey, Jeremy. Hi. Hi, my name is Jeremy Dennis, and I'm a Transformers podcaster from Madison, Wisconsin. I am one of the four co-hosts on the Transmissions podcast, which is all about Transformers. Uh, we have I've been podcasting since 2013. Uh, I've been listening to podcasts since before podcast was a word. Always into tech. I, I work in IT, and it's just... I followed initially like the former tech TV people when they did things like Twit and CNET and eight years on, I'm still doing it. So you're already fully entrenched in a group podcasting environment. Yeah, since 2013. So there you go. You're, you're good with working with the team. Now, how structured is the collaboration for your show? Does everybody contribute to everything or do you each have parts of the show that you, that you each focus on? We, we've each kind of claimed sections of the show. Um, we all like talk 
uh, on the different topics and stuff. But um, like I'll, I'll take convention news for our, our subject and uh, another co-host will take, you know, TV show news type stuff like that. Okay. And then cool. like another co-host and I will alternate. We do comic book reviews every week and we alternate who writes out that review each week. Awesome. All right, good. So, so different aspects, but you guys are all kind of contributing all on mic and, and, and yeah. that sort of thing. And I'm not going to take any advice from you based on what I've heard about you and technology. I'm not going to take any production. <laughs> everything any, everything yeah, works right? out at the end. But my, my co-hosts <laughs> say that I'm the cause of and the solution to all of our problems. I love it. <laughs> That was one of my favorite quotes from your interview. And I know exactly <laughs> what that is. It's, you know, like, hey, there's this new tool. Can we use that yeah. for, for doing the recording? I've done it with my shows as well. And uh, we always have the best intentions. And uh, sometimes it doesn't work out. Excellent. Well, welcome, Jeremy. It's good to have you here. Oh, thanks. Will. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Hi, my name is Will Saddleberg, and I'm a comedy podcaster from Buffalo, New York. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if I have a, a reason to be nervous beyond, you know, I'm going to do my best. Right. So like, but, but, and I, I feel confident, but at the same time I feel nervous. I, uh, am a freelance writer and video editor. Uh, I live in Buffalo, New York. I grew up nearby Buffalo, New York, so I'm not super far from, from home. I went to school, uh, in Fredonia, New York for video editing, uh, it's kind of what grabbed me from a young age. I, I took video editing classes in high school, just kind of rode that all the way through. Uh, otherwise, I don't know. I uh, I like video games. I like movies. I like playing tennis. Uh, I like working out. I like, you know, just general whatever. Um, yeah. Things that people like. So your existing show is a mix of scripted fiction, comedy, news, reviews. I mean, basically, were you trying to come up with something that would prepare you for half a dozen challenges from season two? <laughs> uh, no, we were trying to uh, uh, continue on the, the TV show we did in college, me and my co-host. Uh, gotcha. So that was okay. uh, basically finding a way to like move it from like a visual format into uh, an audio format. How was that change? Was it tough to kind of move from, from a, a mixed media to one that's specifically audio visual of the mind? I think it took a while to like figure out what, like what we could do with it. Right. So like our first episode is like only 28 minutes. And like, by the time you get to our second season that we did in the fall, it's like typically 45 to 55. We really like found our footing in terms of like, Oh, like this would be a funny bit to do. Like we can push like we, we can like do this. Uh, it was, it was a lot of like finding stuff that we could do that we couldn't do when we had to like film something on a college campus. And it's like, Oh, well, you know, we can't like our podcast is set during uh, a fictional apocalypse and we can't do that. Like in a visual format with no money. <laughs> Pretty right? expensive. Yeah. You need a bigger yeah. budget. For that. Exactly. Good. So yeah, much easier to create that in audio. So are you used to doing sound effects and stuff like that then for the new show? Oh yeah, I our um, most recent episode we we did like a one-off uh, Christmas special, which was a retelling of a Christmas Carol, um, and that was all that like it was an hour-long episode, and and uh, our like timeline and audition is just like insanely huge between like music and sound effects and and all that stuff. So I mean that our show always had like some of that, but that was like really pushing it to the next level. It took me eight hours to edit the hour long episode after we finished recording it. So yeah. Wow. Well, you know, the, the stuff that uh, comes up in this show, sound design is always a part of it and helps uh, set the, the style and the, the, um, I guess theater of the mind is the word I was looking for earlier. So having somebody who's got some experience in that is going to be really helpful for your team. Very I good. Hope, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So Will, Jeremy, now you both have worked with co-hosts on the right, or you do work with co-hosts on the rec regular. Um, Nikki, Audi, how, or Audi? I'm going I'm to make sure I don't call you Audi. Nikki and Audi, how ready are one. you guys? I'm sure. What if you be the first one today, I'm sure. How ready are you two for working in a team environment? I'm ready, but I have no experience, but bring it on. Good. Excellent. I'm ready because uh, my regular podcast is with TD Travis, so we're using oh. to shooting 
this stuff a all the time. A previous contestant too. Has yep. he given you any warning about what to expect? Uh, just encouragement so far. He hasn't oh, tripped you up yet. Good. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you, uh, team two. Let's move over to team three. And I'm guessing that those four people, just by process of elimination, have figured out who is our third team of players. Vincent, Eliza, Dusty, and Brendan. Hello. Hello and welcome. Hello. Hello, Brian. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Go team. Yes, go team three. Hello, my name is Vincent and I am a music, gaming, and geek culture podcaster from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I am married. I've been married to my wife for 15 years now. Uh, We have two children, 13 and 5. I am... Uh, I'm in construction. I've been in construction since I was 14. I've been in a lot of different fields throughout construction. Um, Presently, uh, starting about five years ago, I got into home inspections and I started my own company about three years ago now. So my primary career path right now is is doing home inspections, some commercial, do also some uh, construction consultation, kind of renovation consultations as well. And in terms of, you know, outside of career path, um, I'm a huge gamer. I've been a gamer since I was two. Uh, literally, I, I grew up with a sit-down cocktail version of Space Invaders, two-player, and a stand-up Miss Pac-Man in my dining room and, and family room as a kid. Uh, so I've been in gaming since, you know, since, since I could walk, basically. Uh, Vincent, so our, you know, we got to be full disclosure here. You and I have worked together in the past, but me kind of being behind the scenes on one of my shows. So I did recuse myself from pushing for you to be part of the show. So you're on completely fair merits of scoring. But that said, no problem. Uh, You know, all all that said, though, are you worried that if you don't do well here, I might have to get somebody else to uh, do lyrics undercover? Yeah, of course I am. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm terrified. (laughs) (laughs) yes of course Uh, well it's good to have you here man thanks thank uh, you I appreciate uh, it yeah Yeah, absolutely stoked to be here excellent Uh, Eliza welcome thank you hi my name is Eliza Capitan I'm a creative crafty podcaster from New York New York I have been podcasting since March 2018 my podcast name is uh, Craft Hangout It's an inspiration destination with a fun, upbeat edge, educational, and uh, just really like a fun hang. And we focus on primarily handmade. It's a fun show. We actually, over the summer, we hit the number one spot a bunch of times on the iTunes charts for crafts. It was pretty amazing. We also were featured twice on iTunes in two different spots. So that was it was a real highlight. So I consider us a top crafts podcast. So not only are you experienced in front of the mic, but for your show, you handle all of the technical production details, booking guests, scheduling, all that stuff. Are you trying to make sure that you have no free time at all? Oh my God. <laughs> I am such an idiot. I just, <laughs> I really want to do this, but uh-huh. you know, I will squeeze it in. <laughs> good, good. Well, uh, all that experience. See, that what's, what's great about that is the versatility that now your team knows all of your, your strengths and they can call upon you to uh, handle uh, all the different aspects that, that you know, are going to come up as part of this. So don't, uh, make sure to not let them take advantage of that, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and welcome. It's good to have you here. Thank you. Dusty. Hi, my name is Dusty, and I'm a sports podcaster from Aurora, Colorado. I have been excited about media for, well, I think it all started back in high school, back in North Dakota about 100 years ago. I was a speech and debate nerd, and one of the speech categories that I just entered on a whim was radio broadcasting, and it differed a lot from kind of traditional uh, competitive speaking categories. It was amazing. It uh, So it's not an NFL recognized category. And I just picked it up as a lark. Like uh, I was more into debate than I was speech. And kind of my main speech category was extemp, just kind of as a way to polish my uh, debate chops. But I also did, you know, interps and, you know, dramatic readings here and there. But then I discovered the radio broadcasting and the format was very different from 
kind of what you'd see in an NFL speech round. It would be just you in a room with a microphone, like an XLR mic, and they would run the cable out to an adjoining room. And the judge would would hear you through a radio speaker. Oh, so it was wow. really, yeah, it was a, a, they did their best to make it as radio-esque as possible. And I just discovered that I had a natural knack for cutting news. And people liked my commentary, although uh, it took a while for me to kind of refine my technique. And I kind of practiced my broadcast voice and broadcast technique. And, you know, that was kind of the beginning of my my love affair with media. So I, I was looking back. I think you're our first ever sports podcaster. Wow. And uh, I just want to be clear, uh, sports in air quotes. I provided basically all the services for the podcast aside from the sports knowledge part. I mean, I have like casual fan knowledge, but uh, really God. the only thing I did was be a podcaster who found a talented sports guy to do a show with. Oh, really? Okay. Well, geez, that's great. And, and there goes like my next six questions are all gone. So, no, I'm kidding. I, I <laughs> kind of suspected. So, uh, Brett Favre, positive or negative? Um, there was <laughs> there was about two seasons where positive, but uh, generally negative. Yeah. <laughs> Being a Vikings, uh, working with the Vikings podcast that you did for a while, I was, I was curious about where, where Favre's overlap would have been during that time, or if there was any overlap. Or if was oh, boy. Yeah. Um, that would have been before we started. We, it was before uh, you started. Okay. Yeah, we started the show uh, in the Christian Ponder era. Gotcha. Okay. Very good. So having that background and that knowledge, are there parts that you think you can bring to other genres? I know you work more behind the scenes, but what, uh, what, how do, you, do you think there's a, an effect that you'll have uh, on a set of skills you picked up from that you'll be able to apply to these? kinds of shows? Oh, absolutely. I mean, like I said, the stuff that I brought to Norse Code, the name of the show, was primarily just being a podcaster and kind of using my background in technology and radio to facilitate a show that I maybe couldn't contribute as much on the content side to. But, you know, I've got the the editing chops and the hosting chops. And, you know, really, I specifically entered this show because I wanted to broaden my horizons and do stuff that was a little bit, a little bit different, a little bit more variety, maybe push myself out of my comfort zone a little bit. Very good. Well, we will help you with that as well. We'll make sure that we, um, we uh, pull the rug out from under you as much as possible and make you experience some of the things that maybe you weren't expecting to experience as part of uh, uh, other styles of podcasting. Fantastic. Welcome. Hello, my name is Brendan and I am a sports podcaster from Flemington, New Jersey but I was going to be um, in uh, season two. And then I couldn't make it because that was a very busy season for me. And I just didn't have time to like really devote to this. And then um, so they put me off till season three, which was supposed to be January of last year about, but uh, because of the whole virus thing, I ended up being put off to this year. Um, so yeah, finally, I get to participate in the competition. It's always hard to tell really the story of my podcasting experience since it, it involves explaining uh, another very confusing community um in, in the, the youtube world which is marvel sports my podcast started so to, to start from the beginning there is a channel on youtube it is called gels marvel runs and way back in 2016 which isn't that long ago but feels long ago he put out a video series called marvel olympics and what marvel olympics is it's pretty much if you took the events from the Olympics, you know, sprint and rafting, I guess, and long jump and high jump and all those events, and you adapted them so that marbles could compete in those events. So, you know, five meter sprint was like marbles rolling down a five meter track. Long jump was marbles would go off. It's like ski jump track and they'd measure when they land in the sand. And um, I ended up in the Discord server uh, over some fan team competition where you got to submit your idea for a team. I did not win that, unfortunately, but I still participated in that. And then after that, I was just in the community and I was like, this marble sports thing is awesome. I really love um, just the whole, uh, all the Olympic style thing, the professionality of the, of the production. And maybe I think it'd be cool to start a podcast or like a sports type podcast. Cause, uh, cause I had just always been inspired by listening to like sports talk radio, any channel and just hearing them go on and on about uh, sports and the athletes and 
what the, what's going to happen in the future and predictions and all that stuff. So I was like, that would be fun to do. There's no niche uh, podcast or radio talk show like that in Marvel Sports. So I started one by myself over time from 2019 all the way around till now. Brandon, I kind of alluded to this before, but you were actually picked for season two and you had to bow out because of a uh, time conflict at the time. So did you go back and listen to season two? Yes, yes. I've heard some of uh, season two. Um, and how do you think you would have done in all that? <laughs> um, I'm I'm actually kind of happy that I, I <laughs> that life got in the way because when I was when I got in for season two, I was ten episodes into my podcasting career. I had like very recently switched off headphone mic, <laughs> um, and I, w- I was still learning a ton of stuff about editing, a ton of stuff about how to host a show. Um, uh, and I still didn't even have my like hosting and uh, co-host and guest situation worked out. I so much I've learned and, and gotten better at uh, between that time and um, now. So, I mean, I think all I can say is I think I'm going to do better this season than I would have done with less experience in that season. Good. You know what? It's funny because I was thinking about that question from the point of view of hearing the challenges that they did and saying, "Oh, thank goodness I didn't have to do." that but but uh, you've got the better the better answer for it which is the stuff you've learned between then and now can only serve to uh to help you with season three yeah very good well welcome so uh with you four is there any challenge that you maybe have heard us do before that you're hoping that we do again this season one that you're you uh heard in a previous season and said oh man i hope they do that again in, in my season you know, I don't know if there's any that I'm particularly looking forward to. I know there are, there are, well, I, I got a real kick out of listening to season two and I was like, oh man, that sounds like fun. Oh man, that sounds like fun. Oh, I'd love to do a, a comedy show. I'd love to, the one that I'm most scared of though, that I can tell you is the, uh, long form interview show. Oh, sure. Um, sure. and just hearing the, the kind of struggles that the contestants went through to book a guest and then do an interview with them. Um, I'm already feeling a little bit of booking pressure. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Well, you've got, you've got Eliza on your team. So, uh, (laughs) she's, she's, she's done some booking. She can hopefully help you with that and, and, uh, and coach you through. No problem. There you go. You got it already. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And hopefully people aren't too zoom fatigued at this point. Right. Uh, if I never, <laughs> after 20, after 2020, I know we're already into 2021, but if I never have to see another Zoom yeah. video thing for a television show, I'll, I'll, I'll be uh, totally happy. Well, with the that. solution is you say, oh, it's okay. We do it on Skype. Right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it changed the Same. platform. That's right. It. I do it's another couple of months. It's, it's placebo effect. <laughs> That's right. Zoom with a different header. Excellent. Well, uh, welcome all three teams. It's very good to have you here. And, uh, uh, the fun time is is over. We've you know we've had the pleasantries. We've gotten those out of the way, and now it's time to put you guys to work. So, teams, it's time to issue your first challenge. Now, I can't keep calling you Team One, Team Two, and Team Three. So, your task is to come up with a team name that we're going to be able to use for judging, scoring, labeling your submissions, all that stuff. You've got until Friday to let me know what that team name is, or. I'm going to come up with something unflattering in a foreign language and, and basically assign it to you. So, uh, so there you go. There's the, the, uh, the threat. Uh, is that not enough? Do you want another challenge? Let's give you an additional challenge. Good way to start each season of ANTP is by getting to know who you are as players and get familiar with your voices. Assign them to names so we can kind of connect that through the rest of the season. So I want you to create a podcast where we get to know each of you a little bit and hear from each of you. Uh, You can do it as a roundtable format. It can be a segmented show, whatever it is. It needs to be our usual 10 minutes or less, and it needs to feature all four of you. And one more guideline. Uh, So according to the blog uh, Pacific Content, which analyzed over 650,000 podcasts, did the math and figured out that 50% of them never made it past episode 14. So in the podcasting world, when you hit that 100th episode mark, we consider it a milestone. 
We all, we all do it. We all celebrate it. So I want your submitted episode to be the 100th episode of your podcast series. So that means you're not going to be able to just fall back on the type of introduction that you would do on episode one of a show. The judges are not only going to be looking at how well everybody is represented and hearing all your different voices, but also how believable your 100th episode feels. Remember, you've got to sound like you've been doing this for 100 shows or 99 shows before that. And of course, the judges need to get a sense of who you are and not just hearing from each uh, individually. Um, Think outside the box as you're doing this. Figure out a creative way for us to get to know you and make it compelling. Always a big thing. Commit to the bit. You're going to hear that throughout the season. Keep it 10 minutes or less and get it to us by Friday at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Any questions? Wow, I did my job really well. (laughs) Excellent. Then uh, one last little bit of advice. As you're going through this competition, uh, challenges like this are a great opportunity to experiment and do things that you might be afraid to try with the shows you've been doing, your own shows. Uh, You're afraid to lose audience members by changing things up too radically or, or, or experimenting. With this, you've got carte blanche. Put yourself out there. Don't be afraid to experiment. Be bold. And, and most of all, uh, we want you to have fun with this. It's, it's, it's going to be a fun experience for all of us to listen as you guys create, but it should be a fun experience for you guys to do the creating as well. So have fun with all this and good luck. All right. And that is going to do it for this edition of America's Next Top Podcaster. We will see you next week when we bring in the judges and see how things go. Thank you for listening to America's Next Top Podcaster. This show brought to you by the lovely team headed by your host, Brian Ibbett. Follow Brian at Coverville on Twitter. Hammond Chamberlain as our executive producer. Follow Hammond at J Hammond C. Bobby Frankenberger as our producer. Follow Bobby at GM Funky Town. Lady Monica Stone as social media and community manager. Follow Monica at Wicked Kitten 13. Alex Albisu as our contestant interviewer and Patreon manager. Follow Alex at Alex Albisu. And I'm Gidget Von LaRue from Season 1. And you can follow me at Gidget Von LaRue. Consider becoming a patron of the show by going to patreon.com forward slash top podcaster. Make sure to follow the show at Podcasting Idol and visit our website at americasnexttoppodcaster.com for everything else. Mm-hmm.